I almost canceled, but then I was like, oh, we won't have a chance to do it. Let's just do it and we'll explain. Okay, so I listened to, I regularly listen. One of my, damn it, there goes again. (laughs) Close your mouth. Let him get the sound. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Unmute. He was saying that if he has the sound isolated, it's easier for him to try to scrub it out. I thought he meant if he had the sound of my voice with nothing behind it. No. Sorry. Yeah, I, we we got it. I'm listen. I'm not the sharpest elf in the in the in the toy shop. Ooh, why are there sharp elves in the toy shop? I don't know. Tools. <laughs> I'm not. Oh lord. Welcome to Pushing Past Polite, where we talk about what matters and make the world more just. I'm Laura. And I am Corey. And I'm so glad you're here. I'm pretty sure you are too. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I should have said we. Sorry. Well, I'm glad too. I can speak for myself. You can speak for both of us. And on behalf of the podcast, we... On behalf of the Academy, we'd like to tell you... Thank you, Academy. I'd like to thank Jesus and my parents and my best friend, Corey and Heath. Um, hi. It's so good to see you. Happy Friday. We're recording on a Friday. This, of course, will get released on a Wednesday. Um, but I can't stop smiling because... Why, Laura? It's kind of like Christmas came early for me. It's all I want. Like, Christmas came early. Oh, there's the sound. Can you hear that, friends? Mm -hmm. Can you hear that? Um, I am finally getting a kitchen put back together after planning this renovation for a long time. Planning to start the renovation, having to push back the start, having to push back the install. It's cabinet day two. Cabinet day, day two. Two of install. I'm so pumped. And then in theory, this means that two weeks from now, I'll have countertops. And then within like days, I'll have appliances in. And so I can like in two weeks by Christmas, I can actually make something. I'm so pumped. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, huh? It is. And I got to tell you, it you know, it really does give you appreciation for the ease with which you live your life in a typical space Mm -hmm. and by no means are we like roughing it like we're not you know eating well i've i can afford to miss a meal or two even if that were the case but um no it's just you know we've got the air fryer in this room and we've got the sink in that room to wash things microwave i've got the toaster oven but there's nothing like just having all the stuff where you need it so yes i'm beyond pumped i've been sending you pictures probably at an annoying rate no i love it I love it. It it has me going back looking at the pictures of my own kitchen, reno or update or whatever when we first yeah. moved in. Yeah, you came into your new house right after. Well, no, you were still pregnant with the baby, right? Yes, I was. And, still but you pregnant. were days away from. Yeah, we moved birth. in two weeks before I gave birth. Yeah, to him, and we had the kitchen wasn't finished when I was after we gave birth. When he was born, the kitchen wasn't finished. At the time of him coming into the world. Into the world, the kitchen was not finished. We, yeah, it was, and there were, you have five people in your house. Yes. Yeah, and so that, it was like that. We had five, and then he became the sixth person because my parents were visiting. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot to not have that convenience, for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, you did it in crazier circumstance. It's so joyous to then be in it. In the space, uh-huh. moving about, and and the things are where you want them, yes. and it's arranged how you want it to be. And there's this uh, scene from Modern Family 
that is an older, I mean, obviously the show's off the air, so it's older, but uh, it's Cam and Gloria in the kitchen cooking together. And it's like the music is playing and they're like in sync with each other, with the movements and the, you know, and that's how I envision. Cam, give me this. Yeah, yes. I can just see their cute little interactions. Yes. And that's how I envision the energy for you being when you are finally able to really be in your kitchen, right? Uh, that you and the kids yep. are just kind of like have this like, get me the plates from over there and get me the seasoning from over there and get yes, hand yes. the glass, you know, like, and it's like, yeah. yeah. That's right. We're cooking. We're, We're cooking, cooking together. Cooking. That's right. My kids all like, well, the girls in particular, not because of the gender, but just they, the, these two personalities really like to help and be in the kitchen with me. And more and more, we're intentionally inviting my son to the table to do that, too. So that becomes uh -huh. part of his skill set and that he gets the same messaging that everybody, it's everybody's job. Though right. in my house, my husband is the lead cook anyway. So it's not like he's not getting that message loud and loud clear. Loud and clear. Um, but it is so wonderful to have, it's going to be wonderful to have this space to just be together. So um, we're pumped. If you are within my listening, our listening area radius, want to drive down, come visit. I'd be happy to give you a tour. We'll put some pictures up later. Um, but Corey and I were just laughing that we think we made some very similar design choices without knowing or consulting each other. I've not been mm -hmm. in her new kitchen. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how that turns out. Yeah, I was like, wait, what what finish on your on your poles? Yeah, same right? as me. Yeah, wait, same what appliance me. That sounds line? familiar? Anyway, my apologies in advance to Keith uh for the noise, but it's cabinet day. It's also the day after the Golden Bachelor finale. And I know you haven't watched, but I just need to take a minute because it was such an emotional experience watching, first of all, the whole season, but like the finale last night, both the breakup and the proposal. Oof. Oof. Mm. I don't cry watching TV and I got teary. I had one little yeah. warm saline drop right there. It was it was beautiful. It just if you haven't watched it, I know Corey, I'm talking to you. But like it is so hopeful and redeeming and like this idea of older women being invisible and then suddenly not being invisible. Like they feel like wanted and desirable. And it's just freaking lovely. And I just while the season didn't end the way I expected in terms of the who, I just, I, I'm going to savor the whole thing and just say that was a net, like, warm, fuzzy experience. And I think we should sign Keith's mom up for any kind of season two. Ooh. Just saying. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what's going on with you? Those were my two big things I just had to, to lay on the table because I'm amped. Well, honestly, I really just wish... Everybody in the world could experience warm fuzzies like that. That's what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah. truthfully, I am like living in a space of gratitude daily when I am like this morning, both of the boys were in my bed, which means that eventually I got kicked out. And I have a funny picture of them like on either side of the bed, like. The middle is completely empty and they're on the edges. As it should be. Which is usually where me and my husband are and they're in the middle, right? So it's like we got yes. pushed out of the bed. There were two in the bed and one rolled what? over or something like that. They right. kicked mommy and out. out and the other. Yeah, right. Um, but I'm just like so grateful that I can even do that. You wake up, like get to snuggle your babies in a warm Wake up and house. get to snuggle my babies in my house that is standing yeah, I and know. safe. I know. Like, yeah. So 
like that warm fuzzy that you're describing is like, oh, I wish that was like a blanket that was just over the world that more people were experiencing right now. Yes. You know, it's like we're in our season of gratitude and being grateful and thankful. And it's like just waking up every day. Mm -hmm. And and admittedly. Peacefully is. Yeah. It's easier to feel that warmth of that blanket when you're in a good place. There are years Mm -hmm. and times and days and, you know, uh, seasons of life where it's it's harder. You have to intentionally look for the gratitude or yeah. choose the gratitude. Yeah. Uh, and that's not saying that people shouldn't be very honest about what they're struggling with. But um, I do want that for everyone. And to the degree that I can extend my blanket and be a blessing, that's something I want to be intentional about doing, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons that, like, in the spirit of trying to create traditions and disrupt traditions that... I grew up with or didn't grow up with. It's like giving, helping, kindness is something I want to continue to verbally instill and acknowledge within my kids. Like not just this time of year, but all the time, right? Yes. You know, the question I I started asking every day is, did you help anyone today? Mm -hmm. The question you started asking, G? The question I started asking, G, yeah, is now that he's in school, is did you help anyone today? And because that's what I want to be in the front of his mind. It's not always about just taking or, you know, whatever. It's I want what you learned today. Did you have fun? No, it's that you have a role and a responsibility in this world to be a light. A light. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to prioritize helping you like you are a kind, tender hearted soul. And so I want you to lead with that. Mm, Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful prompt for him. Just verbalizing it, you know, and not that my parents didn't teach me how to be that kind of person and raise me to be that kind of person. But that's just not the kind of questions we weren't having that kind of conversation, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I want that kind of to be a foregrounded piece in how we communicate with each other. Yes, yes. I have been, well, obviously we've been talking about this too, is this idea of holidays and traditions. And, you know, last episode we talked about the the more surface level things, the, you know, the the meals and the lights and the activities and all of those things. And then we've been marinating, I think, a couple of days over, you know, what what's the messaging around this season and what do we want to make sure we emphasize or de-emphasize or whatever. Mm. And I was thinking about, um, you know, Christmas being uh, a very religious holiday as well, a high, you know, a holy day within the Christian faith, uh, but also an amalgam of other things, pagan religions and the way that it's celebrated now. And it's kind of all morphed together. Right. But mm-hmm. um, growing up, it was about, again, from influence from my mom's side and from the church that we went to, it was about Jesus's birthday. And I remember going to a Sunday school and that's a wonderful thing, by the way. So not a bad thing. I went to, a, I remember going to Sunday school and there was like a whole lesson on like how you don't say Merry Xmas or you don't write the Xmas, but mm-hmm. it has to keep the Christ in Christmas and yeah, all of this. I and remember it seemed, that. It was like a really strong fixation. Like that was like the devil. Like you were going to, something was going to spontaneously combust if you did that somewhere in the world. And, you know, um, so I just, uh, while I am completely fine about talking about the historical story, like I want to glean the bigger picture of that, not so much the the legalism around that and when did it happen and star and how many wise men and like for me it's more of like god is with us 
Like God came to earth. Love is with us. Light has entered the world and you are an ambassador of that light. Like that is something I want to focus on as opposed to the mechanics of the story and like just that one singular piece. I want to say, listen, like this is a gift. And that's part of the reason we we have lights. Yes. Right. That's right. It's like that's one of the reasons that people put up lights. Candles and candles yes, all of it. and right. It's like those are the external demonstrations in this season of the light that we're shining into the world. Do you know, I don't know that I've ever made that explicit connection with my children. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think I might. Right. Because yeah. we already I said last week we already um, we mentioned how I do the, a light tour with my kids. But like right. talking about light as a symbol, but also light being a very real. Um, yeah element in this world and how you're a part of that. This is something that I can connect to. And even having extending that conversation into like how when we come and see the lights, what does that make you feel? Mm -hmm. Right. And so like that same feeling and energy that you get from seeing the lights is the kind of energy that you could be putting in someone else's life. The warmth, the excitement, the comfort. The comfort. Yeah. I love that. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, and each of my kids has a Christmas, a little Christmas tree in their room. Um, and they love it. They just love to go to sleep at night. They ask me, can you unplug the tree on the way out? Sure. Got you. So they fall asleep to that light. Yeah, that that warm light. I'm going to have to make that connection. Thank yeah. you. Good tip, mm-hmm. Mama. My pleasure, Mama. You make me better. <laughs> but what are some other things that you've been thinking about with regards to traditions and messaging? And Well, so this one is a little bit... Di- I want to create an experience for them on Christmas that's more focused on the experience and less on the stuff. Yes. Right? And so I want to slowly turn the basement into winter wonderland. And so every year... As you get closer to Christmas? Yeah, but every year making it a little bit more wintry. A little bit more wintry. So like this year we put... Uh, snowflakes on our windows, and I'm going to get some snowflake string lights to hang in the basement. Last year, we put lights on the columns that are in the basement. So there's like this warm light down there and the Christmas tree light. So we're going to add another layer of light and snowflakes for this year. Oh, my gosh. And so every year I want to add another layer um, to... The, to the decorations, to and the to decorations, the and, and the to the memory and the experience uh, of Christmas, you know, because I grew up with you could get three things. It's like you, something you need, something to read, something to so, wear. Yeah, like, there was well, there thing. was a catalog, and you could pick three things. It's like I'll pick three gift cards for a million dollars each. Right, but we didn't have that back in those days. There no, weren't gift cards, so it was no. like whatever cashier's check. No, you're not doing that. But. I now there's the Amazon book. Yes. But back in the day there was like Fedco, whatever the big brand, big department store. Yeah, like a JC Penny, a JC Penny, a Sears, like they had their catalogs and you know, whatever. We would go through and we'd pick we could pick our three things. And so like I'm still of that mindset. Like we're this is not bottomless Christmas, okay? Like, no. We can have a couple of small things and like a major gift if that's what it is. Putting your work to Santa Claus and yep. <laughs> request your things, right? And so that's why I want to focus on to December first, so mommy can get all the deals, and then right. I don't have to stress for the rest of the season. Like, love, exactly. love you, Fantastic. thank you. <laughs> but that's why I want to focus on the experience. 
because it's like, um, that's one of the traditions that I want to create for us. It's like part of it we do yeah. together. We we do all the decorating and stuff early in November, but then over the course of November, we're like adding little layers. Like we put the stuff in the yard and we did the snowflakes on the front door. And then this week we've done the snowflakes downstairs on the thing. And Love we're going to put some, we're going to dress the tree in the basement and, you know, just like keep layering it up. It's almost like an advent calendar, but by year. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you think about like open this door and add this thing or have this yes. thing, you're like, here's this year's contributions mm-hmm. to our decorations. And next mm-hmm. year we're going to add this. Yes. That is wonderful. And every year we get an ornament. Like we get one new ornament. Yeah. That's a big thing is mm-hmm. typically to try to encapsulate an experience we had as a family or a travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a way you could package this when you put it away this year where each thing is in its own little box? Oh, that's a great idea. Because so then we can, it really like, can be like an advent calendar. Like, yeah. okay, this day we're doing this. This day we're doing this. Oh, that's a great idea. As opposed to, I mean, it's probably more practical to put in a giant Tupperware or Rubbermaid or Tupper- but even within, But even within a big bin, we you can, can have it smaller, still boxes. smaller boxes or smaller things. Yeah. Something I know that was really popular several years ago uh, on my socials that I think is a great idea I've never done, but maybe you can do given the age of your kiddos, is to have a total of like 25 themed Christmas books. And mm. each day you wrap it, you wrap the same ones every year. Yeah. Right. And so then it's, here's our story for tonight. Here's our story for tonight. Oh, that's and that's a great it's, idea. It's fine. It kind of develops that library and those memories around, oh, yeah. this book is so special. Oh, I like it. Um, maybe, maybe we'll do a book a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. No, I am all about making it lower the bar, sugar muffin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep it easy. Keep I like it that. simple. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of gifts and wrapping and unwrapping. Something that my parents, uh, that we did when I was a kid that I absolutely want to keep. So I want to give them credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Um, they always had us wait to open presents. And uh, first of all, until everyone was like awake and together. And even when we did, it was never this like five minutes and it's over. Everybody tears into things. It was savoring the gifts. So we each take a turn and we're going to all watch each other open the thing. Oh, Yeah. And it lasts longer, and it just builds the sense of That's gratitude. That's a great idea. Because I don't love, again, every family is different, but I know a lot, some families, it's just, here's your, here are your gifts, here's yours, here's yours, yeah. go. Now, maybe with a family, with a bigger family, this wouldn't work. But for me, I just love it. And then after you open the gift, you go and thank the person, especially yeah. if they're in the room, right? Like, thank you so much. I love oh, it. Oh, I love that. All right, next person who wants to go next. And I just oh, really... I love it. Mm-hmm, I love it. We do it for birthdays, too. Well, not the taking turns part, but the waiting till everybody's home. So we'll wait mm-hmm. till dinner time or we'll do it in the morning before school. But we have to all be ready and, t- and doing one at a time. It's kind of nice. Yeah. So. I love that. Like, I love that idea because I I really do not like doing that at parties like i can't stand that. oh like, the watching I, me open. oh my god I, I hate that i just i can't but i like the idea of just doing it with your immediate family that's more it's like i'll do it when i get home and i can keep track how i want to and i can just put it away or do whatever i need to do with it as opposed yes. to like sitting at this party opening all these packages and then repacking all the packages and then loading them in like why would i do that they're already packed up i'm gonna yes. just pack them into my vehicle take them home unpack them one time this is giving me baby shower memories for sure. Um, I it may, But I did say, like, if there was someone who really wanted me, to, wanted to see me open it, right? If it wasn't just like, no offense, like a punch bowl from Bed Bath & Beyond, you don't need to see right. me open that. Right. But if it was a quilt, you may, you know, something that's particularly special. Let's let's go ahead. The two of us, let's go open that on the side. Yeah. 
Yeah. We don't need to have the whole crowd watching. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. with you. It's like, I, and I love for the, a space like Christmas where everyone kind of takes turns and because I, I am noticing that G is very much like, and this is a age appropriate. He's like, this is mine, 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 yes, mine, yes, mine, yes. mine, right? Which yep. is totally age appropriate. But doing things like this help to expand that thinking and mm-hmm. create a different schema around how we enjoy things, how we enjoy our toys. We can enjoy them together. We support each other in that enjoyment kind of thing. Like I like adding that layer on to yep. what are our typical age-appropriate mindsets, but just like, yes. you know, beginning to introduce some new ideas in that way. Yes. I like that. We also intentionally try, I don't know if we're going to do it this year. Um, I'm like going back through my list really quickly because I thought it was done. Um, we try to do a joint gift as well. So a gift for all three kids. Mm-hmm. So it builds that idea that like this belongs, it's ours, it's our family's, not a mine and yours. Yeah, it's that ours. was one of the things we were going to do this year. Mm-hmm. It's like we were going to get them a joint gift. This is your, both of yours. Yep. You can enjoy it together. We take turns. We play with it together. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and I, then I got them some other things that are like close, not the same. So like if they want to switch, they can. But uh-huh. if they don't. It's also okay. It's we can tell them apart. Okay. We can tell them apart. Exactly. Red is you, blue is you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Go to separate corners. Don't mm-hmm. be mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, um, I'm not a, I, a couple years ago, we tried to do experience gifts as opposed to a lot of things. To, they, they would still have something to unwrap. But yeah. It was a, a letter or a note or an artifact. It did not go over as well no. at this age. Mm-mm. And pandemic hit that year. So it must have been 2019, 2020. 20. And so we mm-hmm. couldn't do the things that I had promised them we'd do. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a total bust. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a reminder to myself that, like, yes, I want to get less about stuff. But I also, they, they're kids and it's fun to have something. So you know? something that my sister does with her kids, and I think it started during the pandemic, was scavenger hunts. For the gifts. Right. And so like the and it's like a group thing. The other kids are all encouraging this way, this way, you know, and so they hide these little gifts all over the house. And then they they go on the scavenger hunt to find the presents. And it's adorable and hilarious. I I, so we did that with the experience gifts here. And it was kind of this, it was part of the bust feelings, but mm-hmm. maybe I can redo it. What if I did it with like the things they have in common, like the parallel gifts that they have yeah. in their stockings? And everyone gets to find them. Maybe Santa sends the scavenger hunt and mm-hmm. sa- Santa sends us, hey, the reindeer dropped them all over the house. Can you do yep. me a favor and go find them? Yes. Very fun. Um, I'm also a sucker too for like, hey, you need this. I'm going to wrap it. Amen. 100%. You need a fresh deodorant bar? Absolutely. Undies and size, whatever. 100%. Congratulations. Pajamas, definitely. Yours. Yours. Boom. Ta-da. You're welcome. Moisture- Merry Christmas. Giving moisturizer. Are you proud of me to each of my children? Good job. They already have it, but like, it's like a, like everybody uses it on the counter, but I was like, oh, yeah. no, because I'll just buy it because I got to buy four, get a deal yeah, on Amazon. Exactly. And now you each get one. Merry Christmas. Merry healthy mm-hmm. skin from Aunt Corey. Of course. <laughs> you are welcome. Yes. The end. Happy ever after. The light is in the world. That is so funny. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. I think the other thing I'm trying to just do differently 
well, no, not differently. The same, actually, as my mom. My mom is the bomb at the music and and decor. Ooh. She's a little late with it a lot of times. It's going up to December 20th. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally. Like, there were so many Christmas Eve Eves that we were, like, heavy decorating, right? Huh. Um, but the energy... Yes. Around just like the festiveness of the house. I love that. And so I love that too. I try to be a little bit, my timeline is a little different than hers because I want to enjoy it as long as possible, but it's still that same yes. vibe. And so, like, I have garland up now. Yeah. Winter Wonderland basement. Yeah. I'm going to have the Winter Wonderland basement. You know, I, I'm still telling my husband, like, can we get these lights? We have like lights lining the outside. We posted a picture of that and we have our fellas in the front. But I still want like lights in my trees, some lights on the bushes. You know, like I want it to be brighter out there. Okay. Yeah. I want to be that light. I lo- Well, you are, honey. Yeah, you I are. want it. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I have lowered the bar in some ways just because of all that yeah, you happens have a lot going that needs on. to happen this time of year. But I do have dreams of to your like almost like your advent calendar idea. This year for outside, we're gonna your add this. advent calendar idea. <laughs> your apparitionalizing of my advent calendar idea. <laughs> or my naming it is really right, what it right. is. But yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to add more to outside and involve the kids more in putting yes. that up. Yeah. And that has been fun for us, too. Same. Yes. In terms yes. of a, another kind of tradition, like we have some Halloween decorations now. You got snow on your pumpkins? No, 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 no. We, we took those okay. down. Now we, have, sure. now we have new Christmas decorations. But I'm saying we didn't have these decorations last year. So now we have a set, an, an additional set of decorations that we have outside. And so our Christmas, you know. Our holiday season starts in yes. October for um, us, right? So I hear. So our holiday season, we're now evolving and growing our decor. Yes. And so I like that too, that idea of just kind of like every year a little bit more. We add we add a little tree with some lights out here or we have the wreath or, yes. you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. speaking of wreaths, this is another tradition I am digging so much. What? Um, a friend of mine, Colleen is just masterful at all things uh, homemaking. She just is. She makes these beautiful, you know, homemade breads that are braided and beautiful mm. and bagels that she... Who makes their own bagels? Colleen, Colleen does. Colleen. And it's not like she's not busy. She works almost full time and has four children. So I... It, yeah. She's also... Yeah. She also reads like 10 books a month. She's incredible. Mm. Um, Colleen, we love you. And and I don't hate her because she's just so damn nice. Like, there's nothing about me. Can't even be mad about it. And I'm not a kid because we're not competing. Right. Out of her abundance, she shares as opposed to look what I can do that you can't achieve. Right. So, sorry. So here's the tradition. She has, this is now the second year I've been invited, but I don't know how long she did it before this. Um, she invites people over for wreath making day. Oh. She bought the wire um, holders and the clamps to do it. And she went, she goes out in her yard and cuts greenery. And we come with our gloves and we come with ribbon from wherever we get our ribbon from and anything, pine, glitter, pine cones, whatever you want to add. And everybody leaves with a gorgeous wreath, fresh She wreath. should be charging for this. Uh, I told her that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it is, incredible. Yeah. This could be like a micro business that she does during the holidays that she just charges for just during the holidays. 
there's a place around here actually that does, and they charge a crazy amount of money for it. Mm-hmm. All right, Colleen, get on it. Come on, Colleen, get on it. I'll help you. Yeah. I'll do your social media. A little business development happening <laughs> on Wishing Cast <laughs> Polite today. Colleen, can you jump on for a call? My God, I want a console right now. <laughs> the baking, the all the things. She could do a little workshop for all the stuff. Oh, I'm about to change her. We're about to change her life. Yeah. Corey. Right. Boom. There we go. Yeah. But it's all women. She it's I love only it. mamas time together in the mm-hmm. middle of the holiday season that can get crazy. And it's That's just time so cool. carved out for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's beautiful. It helps to achieve these broader goals we want. It's not like, oh, just come for desserts. Right. You know, which can feel great, too, but it can be another thing to add and try to fit in. Yeah. This is like, oh, but I want to read through my door this year. This is perfect. This is perfect. That sounds so cool. She's she's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to send, I'll post some pictures with her permission because she's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Did you do it this year? Have you um, done it? This Saturday. It's coming oh. up. Oh, nice. Nice. It's coming up. I'm yeah. pumped. I've got my ribbon. I'm ready. I'm ready. Something else I want to start doing is like just going to holiday parties. There's a couple of my friends have annual holiday gatherings and like I just want to attend them. You know, sometimes with childcare and things, it's evening outings. You know, I could do something in the daytime or something in the evening under no circumstances can I do both. So <laughs> you have shot the children's patience, friend. You are not doing both. No. So sometimes by the evening time, I just am like, ooh. I got to drive 30 minutes to go somewhere and then, you know. And maybe you know, put on sparkles and yeah. Right. But I would like to just do that. Like that's part of what the holiday season is, that some of the things involve the children. Some of the things don't involve the children. But it's like we participate in festivities during this festive season. I would like this weekend for us to go do the light tour at our regional park. and. Then go to a holiday party, right? Like, I love it. Naps for everybody. Naps. Take naps. For everybody. Pack snacks. Yes, yeah. Don't you get hangry. Don't you no. ruin their party. Mm-mm. Don't Mm-mm. you get cold either. Put on your gloves. Yeah. And now we can go. And then yeah. you can fall asleep in the car on the way exactly. home. Exactly. Exactly. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That, it's that sort of stuff. Just like building memories. Mm. I want to just build memories and memories that have deep roots. Yeah, that right? have weight. That had weight. Yeah. Like yeah. from as far back as I can remember, we used to kind of memories. Yes. Or even I, that way people don't feel like, let's say your kids are older and you're like, well, I missed my chance. It doesn't have to. It can be, oh, that one year right. when. Yes. Or that one year when. Exactly. We started it. Yeah. This was, this is something we love and adore to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or something yeah. I want to carry forward. It doesn't have to be a, an always. And I also want to speak for my speak into myself letting go of things that are no longer working for us yeah not feeling the bye baby the, oh hi sweet buffin i love those visits can i just tell you it's one he's, of my he's so days. cute his little face is so sweet yeah not feeling like so tied to the thing that i'm ruining the spirit guess what i said no to this year voila Corey and keith i said i'm taking a break from holiday cards mm-hmm and not that it will never pick it back up again, but this year it was not going to be serving me. Yeah. I could feel that with yeah. everything else, with the construction, with all the things. It was one thing I didn't want. And I'm not feeling guilty about it. In fact, I'm still going to do, this for me, the key component, which is like looking at my list and reflecting on gratitude and how much I love having these people in my life. Yes. They don't know, but I'm going to tell you I still do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry if you're, if it's too much for you or you don't, you don't feel the warmth, but please know I'm sending it. Um, like, yeah. The, 
this doesn't work for me. Yeah. It's like, I love this idea of a winter wonderland. But if over the next few years, they're like, okay, mom, it's just too much. Then it's like, okay, then it's too much. That's that's a good point about following their lead too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like this is still as long as it's still fun for everybody. For then this everybody, is the way to go. right? Because yep. that's what the I, that's the spirit behind it. It should be joy and fun and that. And if it starts turning into something else, then if it feels like work. No, yeah, then I want to let it go. So, Pantsuit Politics had an episode that came out around Thanksgiving, incredibly timely, surely planned, around enjoying your people. And uh, they talked about one thing that I want to carry with me for sure is asking your people, what are your red flags and green flags for the holidays? What is something, what is your green flag? What is something that like it will make your holiday if we do, or you'd be so bummed if we didn't? Yeah. And prioritizing that. And then what are your red flags? What are the things that stress you out? What are the things that you don't like either to let go of them, like you're saying, Corey, or to accommodate them? So for example, she said, uh, Beth, one of the hosts said, you know, I love watching the Thanksgiving parade. Like, that is so important to me. I need to see it. But I'm going to have a TV where in the room where that can be, and I'll have another room for the sports or for a quiet room for people who want to just check their email or take a nap or whatever, an accommodating space in your mm -hmm. house that can let those red and green flags kind of coexist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really smart. My group is still really small, but I think it's important, especially as I'm approaching preteen phase with one or teen. Right. I am in fully in preteen phase with one. To make sure I respect his boundaries and find out what's fun and what's not fun for him, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. All of them. Yeah. You're and, right. And being with extended family, because we're going to be, uh, after Christmas, we're going to be with my family. Mm -hmm. And so, like, having a sense of that, is a, that's a great suggestion of the red flags and the green flags. I loved it, too. I thought that mm -hmm. really worked, you know. And also going in... They mentioned, you know, the role of venting to your partner and how, like, sometimes you you leave the gathering, the door closes, you get in the car and you go unleash. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes you need that, like, to process with your partner. And that's totally reasonable. Um, But the other part that they mentioned was, like, to try to go in. If you go in with the, oh, God, here we go, that you come in with a net negative attitude already. And it's right. going to take positive things to get you in the green when in reality that may or may not happen. So just start it neutral. Yeah. You know, don't have rosy, crazy expectations, but yeah. don't come in already grumbling, which right. was wise. Yeah. So. Also, you know, I'm learning that sometimes and most times to let your partner lead the grumbling. Hmm. Because your relationship with your family, especially if it's your family. Because your relationship with your family is much longer and it's just a different history, obviously, because you've been in your family for your whole life, right? And so, like, the things that annoy the fuck out of you have annoyed you for, for 40, 40 years. damn years. And so yes. it's like your venting is kind of just like regular processing, but to them, they might carry it into every interaction they have with the people you're venting about down the road, right? Because they don't have that history of like repair and recovery through those mm. things like you do. And their job is to support and champion you. And their it's job is to support and champion you. So like I have like shifted some of that or just in terms of venting with my partner because I feel like when you do that, it does not improve your partner's relationship with your family. 
Ooh, that's wise. Right? And it's wise. And you have to manage that relationship. You, being the member of your family, are managing the relationship between your family and your partner. Mm-hmm. So when you're venting about those kinds of things, you are adding dark Fuel. spots mm-hmm. into the water of that relationship that you can't always filter back out. Hmm. This is smart. You know, and sometimes you do need to. But you yes. also can have other safe places to go. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Or you can come to me. Right. I can come to That's you. That's what I'm saying. And it's yes. And it protects, it insulates, it becomes less of a, you know, carry it forward to everything. Cause you don't yes. have to come see my people. Exactly. That's a really exactly. smart take because it is hard to put those things to the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you guys are spending extended time together. I mean, exactly. right now you have your husband's pa- family around and soon you're going to be with yours for an extended time. My family's all relatively local on both sides. So we're spending a couple of hours, mm-hmm. not But a week. you have more consistent interactions. That's right. Right. That's so right. it's like you, there are more opportunities for those kafluffles to happen in your situation because you have proximity. Yes. Where we don't really have proximity. This is right. something I talk to one of my girlfriends about all the time. I'm like, you have mother-in-law proximity problem. <laughs> because that sounds like an and for a, a new drug you would take. Do you have, have mother-in-law, mother-in-law proximity, proximity problems? problems? Try Rejovi or something or like try Unfriendy. Right. right. Don't get this. It, stop taking it if you have explosive diarrhea or fits of rage. <laughs> Or if you're allergic to Rejovi. But it's true. It is, yeah. Because there are more opportunities for interactions mm-hmm. because they live 15 minutes away. Yeah, I can right? see that. And so where my people are 2,000 and 3,000 miles away. So you're, so it's not proximity problems for you. What's the equivalent? What's what's yours? So I would say for me, it's it's... This is going to sound, I don't know what the right word is, but it's more like connectivity problems, right? Because like Mm. my children don't have the same exposure and connection and access to their grandparents because we are so far. And your kids are so young Mm -hmm. that their memories from six months ago, not to make your parents sad. But that's like a quarter of their life. Yes, you've got to rebuild that comfort, you know, versus Mm -hmm. a come to me right away at the airport. That may not happen Mm -hmm. because of that connectivity or familiarity. Or familiarity. There we go. Mm -hmm. I like both of those work. Both of those work. Yeah, yeah. But so that's connectivity problems, even if you're local and proximal. Right, true, true. But that's where like uh, FaceTime has been amazing. Yes, yes. Because my children know their grandparents in that way. So they see them and they're like, oh, they know their name. They know them. In that way. Yes. They, they warm to them quickly because yes. they are familiar, but they just don't have those regular connections like your children do because your people are local. Yeah. And when they do, when your parents do come and they spend, they stay, yeah. they're in the same space, similar to our Nana, right? Mm-hmm. When Linda comes. When Nana comes. She's here right. for a week. So the kids, you know, want to cuddle with her in the morning or check on her after this and mm-hmm. that that helps build that too yes exactly um, exactly yep they're here they wake up here they go to sleep here the The boys wake up they're here the boys go to sleep they're here mm-hmm. remind me what they call them i remember g calling for so for your dad my parents are poppy and mamacita love and 
my husband's mother is Nona. His father is deceased. That was it. It was it was Mamacita. Where's mm-hmm. Mamacita? Where's Mamacita? Mm-hmm. Which is so adorable. Mm-hmm. And they have um, Pop and uh, Grana, too. So they have lots of grandparenty type figures and then, you know, uncles and aunts and, and things. So, so that's one thing from my childhood that I remember. And again, to my family's credit, we were more proximal with my mom's extended family. And so I remember Same. having fish dinners Christmas Eve, the Italian, you know, Feast of the Fishes, like cooking fresh calamari and having pasta and like all of that on Christmas Eve, being with cousins, not first cousins to me, I don't think they were much younger um, or they weren't born till many years later, but like second cousins, we all would get together at their house. And then when my family moved from New Jersey to Virginia, that went away. It was just the four of us. Yeah. Sometimes a grandmother would come or we would occasionally come up, come back up. But I didn't have that anymore. Um, and I can't. That's something I wish I could create for my kids. But I can't. I'm not yeah. in control of that, right? My husband's yeah. an only child. Yeah. My sister doesn't have children. That's it. Like, we don't have a long or we don't have a, we don't have a wide branching tree at this point. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, without getting into too much, that was part of my reason for wanting to theoretically have a bigger family. So I at least could give them that opportunity if they mm-hmm. wanted it. You I know, love or that. Or their generation. And that sounds more like what my husband's experience probably was growing up because my mother-in-law is from a very large Italian family and they all live nearby. And so I have like, I've seen videos and pictures and stuff of when they were small, just like people everywhere kind of get togethers, you know, like home movies uh, kind of thing of, yes. of people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then in my, even the gen, taking a generation back. So that was my experience in my childhood, some, but probably less than, than your husband. Generation back, my mom had lots of cousins and first cousins mm-hmm. and all these people around. Generation before that, they were all living in the same apartment building as fresh off the boat immigrants in New York. Oh, wow. Right. And so talk about togetherness. It's, I don't want to say it's sad. I think it's just the nature of the modern world that people have moved further apart geographically. This is like a whole other podcast. I know. This is like just just the shift in family. Yes. To a nuclear unit. Yes. Away from the communal family unit. Yes. Yes. That's exactly like less of having. I don't mean this in a trite um, in a trite way, but less from having a tribe to more of being a yeah a unit. You're your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Totally. And yeah, that's again another podcast because, well, maybe we should wrap there. We got to let yeah. people get to their, they got to bake. These people got to yeah. bake. These All people right. got to wrap presents. You got to do what serves you. Serves you. Sending um, peace and love to oh, you humans. God. Yes, as we get closer to Christmas, Hanukkah, we're in the midst of Diwali, I think, still. Mm-hmm. Kwanzaa. Wishing you love and light. Wishing you Lots of green flags with your peoples. Yeah. A ways around the red flags that are redemptive and um, that cozy blanket of gratitude. Yep. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us on Pushing Past Polite. I'm Laura. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time. Take Take care. care. Thank you for listening to Pushing Past Polite. We encourage you to go deeper in your trusted spaces or find new space for good conversation. 
You'll find content to help you get started on our social media channels. We're at Pushing Past Polite on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Pushing Past Polite is an independent podcast with Corey and Laura from Just Educators. Our cover art was designed by Rachel Welsh Daiga of Daiga Designs, and our audio is produced by Keith at Headset Media. Until next time, don't get stuck talking about the weather. Push past polite. See you next time.